0: Welcome to Energy Stew, this is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, are you ready to learn more about our planet? Not not about things you know, (laughs) because there's too much we don't know and we wanna know, we wanna understand the deeper nature of where we live or maybe what we live on. and uh, what Mother Earth is really about that most of us have yet to appreciate because we don't know enough. So to help us know more about our Mother Earth is a man who has, is an explorer and it's amazing what he has found. He's been on the show before and it's always a pleasure to talk with Lowell Johnson. Lowell, welcome back to too Peter,
1: thanks for having me back. It's good to be here and you know things continue to expand, shall we say There's different energies that I even the uninitiated have got to kind of pay attention to all of the weather phenomenon that's been going on around us that's <laughs> there's no way to encapsulate and say here's the reason for that. The, the My answer would be there's a different spectrum of light that has been hitting the planet. Um, and we've been bathed in this stuff for a while now. Scientists realize it's taking place. There's elevated photon energy that comes that's assisting Earth with her consciousness. But it's also having an effect on every sentient being on the planet, humans included. So... Um, with all the solar storms that we've been having, that is certainly cause for earthquakes, volcanoes, flooding. Watch all the phenomenon. I don't point to it to suggest that here's a bunch of catastrophes you need to pay attention to. They will be catastrophic to those 8 billion of us crawling around on the planet like ants because we really think that we have some measure of control over the weather and the planet and cosmic cycles, which, of course, we don't. But when we start to see things from a more elevated perspective, because that's where we're going, Earth's consciousness is about to rise. We've talked about this before. And what measures are coming our way for people like you and I that have been plugged into this reality for a while is to prepare everybody else for the same things. because they're no different than we are when it comes to humanity and our physicality. When I'm telling you the things that I've experienced are inside of every one of you to do the same thing, I mean that sincerely. So there what Peter and I have been spending our time on more and more recently is a greater awareness of the things that we've seen now as impossible as they might be to imagine, really when you allow for that possibility, the universe is gonna crack the door open and it's gonna show you something magnificent. And once you get ready and used to that level, it's gonna kick it up another notch.
0: We have no idea about the universe, you know, about our solar system, about planets in general. And there's so much more that we're in discovery of now that's fascinating. And it's hard for linear people to let go of our basic trust in, in the linear world. And now we're entering a multidimensional world and we have to let go of what we thought was that is there, and uh, because we're being challenged. That's quite true.
1: Uh, And here's the reason for that. We were all conditioned that way by the things that we were taught from our family and church and school and work and our hobbies and, (coughs) pardon me, the things that contribute to conditioning the way that we thought we were supposed to live our lives we were conditioned by those that were conditioned by those before them. Our parents didn't know any more than our grandparents knew. They just passed along the way that they thought things were supposed to be done until we began to respond more to the metaphysical side of us, which has been there all along, hasn't it, Peter? Of course it has. We've just ignored it. But now that it's almost crying for nourishment, now we're beginning to see and measure things, not so much with our logical heads and what we've written books and what we've seen in movies and what we've heard experts tell us. We are starting to unlock stuff that's been stuck in our Akashic records forever. Well, We're not learning anything new. It's just sure. coming back to our recall.
0: We can't go from a to b to c to d in this at all yeah. uh, and and look and see what's out there that i that really explains it uh the only explanation we can have is our experience and and it, it's quizzical i mean we have no idea a lot of what we're facing and will unfold in front of us how to hold it you know you didn't know how to hold your journey into inner earth and you know it was like you were just in wonder the whole time and you know it took you a long time to afterwards to ground yourself and and figure it all out that's absolutely true
1: (laughs) and what was more mindful to me back then is who do i go ask about any of this because (laughs) A lot. Of, now that I'm beginning to hear from more people that have had their own extraordinary experiences, and that they've tamped it down, you know, for 30 or 40 years since, you know, whatever miraculous happened to them, they came to the same conclusions that I had. That your reflexes. We don't talk about that kind of thing. People will think that we're out of our minds.
0: Well, also, so- it's it's been these kind of. Interesting supernatural, let's call them, experiences and truths about the reality that is unfolding in front of us. Uh, we've been, we haven't been prepared for it properly because again, I come back to linear learning, and it all try, We try to make sense of it all third dimensionally, and we're dealing with other dimensions and how they unfold in front of us will be a huge learning curve.
1: Yeah, there's. it's going to take a a period of adjustment for people to wrap their head around the idea of dimensionality. And once you can kind of get that into perspective, understanding what this third density is, and then kind of exploring what's next in our realm and our consciousness. then when you master the thinking part of it, um, or the, I don't want to say thinking, because that implies that I'm using my brain. Right. We have and to let like go really of the to Yes. I want to speak to more feeling it with our auric bodies, because that's when we really connect to things beyond ourselves and other aspects and, you know, source. That's when that kicks into gear. Right. Then you can see things from that perspective. And then you're more in a position to start to navigate
0: your way through it. Right. Unless when you came back from inner earth, your mind didn't know how to understand it. And so how could you go to your mind and say, please explain this to me? There was I had no frame of reference. It
1: wasn't what my intent was when I set out that day. I certainly was. Thinking of you know my sacred journey, because that day I had set out to hopefully interact with an ascended master. I thought Saint Germain wanders these forests. Why not me? Here I'm off trail. There's no one else around. Take me. And the universe had a different idea for me. But that's kind of the nature of what I've learned. Every time you put out an intent to the universe, it wants to deliver your return in abundance. And when you ask for something, it wants to blow you away with the answer. Well, that certainly fit the profile of what happened with me.
0: Life comes out of left field.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. I mean, it always
0: does. I mean, you know, we can't control things. We think that we're controlling life. We're putting intention out there. And that's what's valuable. That
1: is what we do have control over, though. We can set our intent... And then just put our energy behind that and then watch how the world unfolds for you. When you really realize that you are a co-creator and that your thoughts become things, now you know how you can engineer your way through your life. Right, but we don't know what things you're going to become. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, now here's where you have to be open to things that you have not experience and things you can't comprehend yet because they're waiting for you to experience
0: right and i Um, think right now people want to understand inner earth too much you know they're they're just they want to put it in some kind of box of understanding that says oh this is inner earth and but it's it's very hard to just map it out. And, you know, I've seen maps of, of hollow earth and, and it's like, I don't think so. I think those are, you know, it's just somebody's opinion. And there's so much more to it than, cause there, there's so much having to do with how time works and how time space work and, and how our planet is much more miraculous than, you know, we, we because science is always trying to pin things down, and and uh, there are a lot of things you know about nature, et cetera. It's good to be smart about, but not about, for instance, access to inner worlds, and where and how that takes place. Uh, it's it, it's other it's otherworldly, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> We
1: limit ourselves, Peter, by our senses and by what we think our, human, our our physicality can experience. And so when you know scientists need to have proof, they cut out the very thing that can't connect them to that whole metaphysical side that they can actually get proof from. But if they can't make it tangible in terms that we can label, I can call it something, and then I can decide which side of the fence I'm going to sit on. I'm going to call it this, and then I'm going to decide, do I believe it or don't I believe it, because that's what we do here instead of recognizing the duality of this dimension does not exist in the next one. It's not that we don't learn more lessons and we see the good and bad of things, but we rise above it. We're all connected to one another, and we get that, so there's nothing to debate anymore, and There's no extremes like we have now. I believe when I looked at my journey and the nature of the world right now and how polar opposite the extremes are, I tried to think of just give me one scenario, Lowell, that you can come up with where everyone on the planet could still kumbaya, and I can't come up with it.
0: You know, I think what you're, what I just. Pictured, but I pictured in my mind when you were saying that about polarity is how uh, life is all about how yin and yang dance together. And where you went on this journey was also yin and yang because duality always exists, it just dances differently.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah um they there's a real focus on balance when you get back to that place and when when love and unity and compassion is the foundation of you know that culture we no longer deal with the things that made us go so crazy when i was talking about those differences in those polarities it was to say that we were, we're getting past that point right now. Right. That um, you know, we're getting smarter than to channel ourselves in that, but I still don't believe that without this cosmic reset that's coming our way, call it the shift or whatever you wanna call it, I think that humanity still gonna to continue to struggle.
0: Yeah, we can't but, get there without a big shift because yeah. we're still in a place of density that doesn't know any better, right? Blind. They can't yes. see, and so what we're trying to do is like being blind and learning about life with with a, some senses limited, and and we don't know that, you know, because uh, we think we have all our senses, but we but we're we don't have the right senses because we're not living in in love and compassion and. And um, the, the way that in in inner Earth the societies operate is with a, a much richer understanding of of the treasure of each soul and and the light of each soul. And on the surface, <clears throat> our egos are out looking for all kinds of unhappiness. Really,
1: yeah, that's pretty darn accurate. <laughs> um. We're we're climbing out of that space where, you know, most of us recognize that there's still all the white noise that's going on around us right now. But as we've been warned, if you want to look at that way, we were told that these systems would be breaking down. And, you know, who knew whether that when I heard that news, whether there were going to be enough, you know, civil riots that people were going to demand to get their rights back and that sovereignty would be the rule of the day again. Um, I, I think it's coming in another way. It's coming, but it's not that way. I think it's coming through people's awareness of what's about to take place here on the planet and the vibration that is necessary for us to experience those things in higher realms. If you can vibrate high enough, which is the reason I get to do the things that I get to do. My vibration's high enough that I get to experience things that are around me now, Peter, that are around all of us. And if I can get you to raise your vibration to the same level I am, guess what? You'll experience those same things because our physicality is no different. It's my focus that's different.
0: You know, it's the way we're being challenged in this dimension we're trying to fix things in this dimension and we can't because it's too dense and, and consciousness is too dense and limited and, and so it's a war going on fighting for social change, you know, fighting for enlightenment and it's like, well, it, it, you can only go millimeter by millimeter at this point and it, it just feels like such effort to try to get something that's going to happen much more miraculously in different ways than we can ever expect. That's true. Um, I'm not sure
1: how to respond to that. (laughs) I know how I try to get through it and you just have to eliminate the white noise around you as difficult as that is stop trying to put a label to everything and be mindful of the thoughts that you're putting out to the universe are the ones that are coming back to you in abundance so if your life isn't really lined up the way that you would like it to you might want to give some consideration to the things that you utter because the universe doesn't know the difference between the thing that you joke about about your body or your situation it doesn't know that but we are coming more in command of how we feel that vibration. That I was talking about, we recognize that. That's how we communicate with others. It's, we're no longer limited to the five senses we thought we had because we'd always felt something else. When we get command of our auric fields and now begin to communicate with one another, wow, you can see where this is going in the next dimension. You have access to things that you didn't have to come. They didn't come through your head. Somehow, my pineal gland connected to something higher than that, and all of a sudden, I have command of resources
0: that I don't know where they came from, but I got them. Right, and and so we we really have to surrender <laughs> to energies that we don't understand because trying to understand them is third dimensional, is linear. Right. Correct. And and so it's really a reality that we haven't met yet that will change. It's kind of like, it, I keep on remembering the medieval times coming into the Renaissance when all artwork was two-dimensional. And it's like, why weren't they painting and, and showing, you know, drawing uh, perspective? Because they couldn't see it. It was right in front of them and they didn't know how to put it into, uh, you know, a physical physical drawing or painting. And and why not? It's it's staring them in the face, you know, space recedes as you go backwards. Why couldn't they just show that? And they couldn't, they had no idea because their brains weren't advanced enough at that point to identify perspective. Now, what is it that our brains right now that we're looking at all the time and we can't see it.
1: That's quite true. That reference I was making to things that are around me that I get to experience that you know, a lot of people just, they can't see or they don't stop to notice. There's color spectrums and there's audio spectrums that I get to appreciate. But part of this rise in my awareness made my the, the five senses much more acute to begin with, and then all of a sudden you have this feeling sense around you. That's what really makes humanity so special. That's why when I make references to how the Murians are interested in, you know, buddying up with us, once that uh, they can uh, resume their activities on the surface with the rest of us, humanity always... We want to fix something. We're good at it. They've grown to the point where their emotion really doesn't play in their decision-making anymore. It's fairly logical. And what, you know, there might be, you know, it's not even disagreement. Things that just need, you know, morphing, they're past that. They are looking forward to the day that they get to share the technology that they have with humanity whose impulse and our emotions are what make us so damn creative. Watch what happens with those things, Mary.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. And the whole idea is that our frequencies have to rise enough for us to be able to communicate with them and then with us, because right now they're only gonna be talking to linear minds. Basically. Well,
1: they don't. You still have to be able to understand their vibration and then they'll communicate like hell, especially now, Peter. It, any higher being that can is making every attempt to reach out to whatever human that they can touch right now to get their attention about what is coming.
0: I love that. And so let's have high expectations uh, and to meet and greet uh, the, the, these wonderful beings from inner earth. As they come forward but also they're going to invite us into their realms to explore and learn from too and so it's it's going to be a different world and i i don't know I don't know how to look at the timing of this, but um sooner the sooner the better as far as I'm concerned and uh, yeah. so we'll see um I, I you're an ambassador of light and uh, of of these multi, multi-dimensional beings and and the society that they have created through these higher understandings of love and compassion and and, and the richness of, of our souls. And so uh, we wanna learn more and more and more and more how to be that way.
1: We all do, um, you know, I- we were talking before about, you know, who, you know, gets to do this and why me, and we can speculate about that for a long time. All I can tell you is that I know what role I get to play now. And my part of my job is to connect others and to tell you what I know. It would be just as easy. And honestly, there are days that I wish I never would have opened my mouth about any of this at all. And just, enjoyed what i know for myself but that wasn't the agreement that i made with the rest of the universe and i've always been here to help others out but you also know no... that,
0: you also know that your light is, is not your own your light is it's a true. mutual light a communal light oh right and has yes. to be shared because otherwise it, it, there's no such thing as having your your own light that you can hold within yourself because. Uh, The stronger it gets, the more it extends, expands outward. Agreed. We're
1: just electromagnetic beings when we really narrow ourselves down to what it is. And that energy just changes form. That's it. It doesn't really go away. It just changes form. (laughs) And, And we as humans, we're like little capacitors. Exchanging energy all the time, taking in something, making space for whatever is coming in behind it. But that's the exciting part now, is that there is a whole different spectrum of light that is feeding us all right now and changing us at a cellular level, preparing us for what our bodies are going to morph into the next route.
0: So let's acknowledge that within each of us that it's already changing and yes. we can flow with that change. So. Um, we're getting near the end of the show. Um, let, let let people know how to learn more from you and about you.
1: The easiest way, and uh, my guides had scolded me a couple months ago because I needed to make it easier for people to find me. So if you go to any web browser and type Lowell Johnson, no spaces, dot info, it'll take you right to my website so you don't have to learn the encrypted label I have for my website any longer.
0: And you have amazing illustrations on your website of your experience in Inner Earth. And it's fantastic what you were able to see and have depicted, um, look, they look like you must have photographed it, but you're you 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 know you, you're working with some advanced software that actually can follow your mental um, vision.
1: Let me tell you, those were absolutely divinely inspired. And it's not that I'm not good with technology. I always had been, but I don't consider myself an artist by any stretch of the imagination. However, somebody had showed me that. And after I started having my first extraordinary experience, the one in Telos, especially, I wished that there was a way that I could take what was inside my head and make it possible for anybody else to see that. Well, a couple months ago, I was invited to a podcast, and one of the sidekicks of the host was a graphic artist. He had mocked up a few things in this AI illustration program when he had keyworded Telos with a and when I saw my jaw dropped, it was absolutely gorgeous. So I thought he was the guy who was gonna take what I had in my head. And it would be able to illustrate out. And then I would be able to share what I saw in that manner. When he showed me how it worked and I started to put in the keywords I put in, wow, it came out damn close to what I had seen. And so here's what my offering is to everybody else. If you want to see it, here it is.
0: I love that. So we really have to end the show. Lowell Johnson, I love talking with you and I hope to see you soon again.
1: Great, Peter. Thanks for inviting me. See you soon.
0: And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at prn.live. I can be reached at Peter at heartriver, H-E-A-R-T, river.org. I'd love to hear from you. And thanks so much for listening.